A quick content warning. This episode is about gun violence and loss. Uh, you know, the more young people that die, the, the, the less safe I feel. When their teacher asked them to make a podcast for an assignment last year, high school students John Etta Harrison, Micaiah Hicks, and Quinn Wells chose a topic that is a constant in their lives, but not talked about enough. Here's John Etta. We ended up choosing gun violence because that's something that's very prominent in D.C. So, and it, it, it hits close to home for a couple of us, yeah. I know. Gun violence was always something I was kind of around when I was younger, you know, in the neighborhoods I grew up in, people, you know, family, especially in family. But, um, you know, it was always a touchy subject, I think. That second voice there was Micaiah Hicks. All three students attended the Duke Ellington School of the Arts. It's a selective public school in Washington, D.C., and they've since graduated. Um, but I want to play a little bit of their podcast here. It was one of the finalists in last year's Student Podcast Challenge. I wish we had time to play the whole thing, but here's just a snippet to give you a sense of it. And so I've, I've lost enough family members and friends to gun violence and only just kind of harbored the trauma that I felt like, all right, this time I got to do something different. You know, I, I also uh, would walk down Florida Avenue on my way back home, uh, uptown, and um, I would cry some nights because I was afraid that I wouldn't make it to college because I'd be killed. Well, in the beginning, it was like I was numb to it because I was trying to force myself to believe that it wasn't true. But like when I got older, it started getting harder. It impacts people in different ways of how they're going to deal with the loss, the loss of a loved one. Because I have experienced it personally myself through violence towards my youngest son. It affected my family in different ways because my older brother, I feel like if my dad was still alive, then he would not be doing the things that he's doing now. My advice would be to just take as long as you need to grieve. I mean, there's not really much you could say to that. Everybody deal with things in different ways. But you just got to keep going and doing things for you. Coming up, we're talking about the making of this podcast called Loss and Transformation. Makaya and Johnetta, two of the students who made the podcast, are here to walk us through how they took on such a serious topic and how they handled tough interviews and ultimately decided how to tell the story. This is the Students Podcast, where we talk about how to make a podcast. I'm Lauren Magaki. And I'm Jeff Pierre. So, gun violence, it's a pretty big topic. In 2020 alone, there were 198 homicides in the District of Columbia, the majority stemming from gun violence. But Quinn, Micaiah, and Johnetta knew that they didn't want to focus on some big gun legislation in Congress or anything like that. Johnetta says they wanted it to focus on personal stories. Our colleague Sokoya Carrillo visited the Duke Ellington School of the Arts this summer to talk to Johnetta and Micaiah about their podcast. For Micaiah, the connection was deeply personal. My uncle passed away when I was younger, so he was always, you know, his picture is everywhere. We, he's always, you know, we go visit his grave every, his every birthday, but it's not a subject that we, well, especially with, with regards to my grandmother, you know, that was her youngest son. It's not really, it's a, it's a bit of a touchy subject. 
She wanted their podcast to shed light on those left behind. When tragedy like this happens, you know, there's always the person who was the victim of what happened. But on the other side of that, there's always what happens to, you know, the family and the other people on the other side of the equation. Like what, what happens to them at the end of the day once all of this is said and done? So they decided to talk to the family members affected by gun violence, including Darlene Hazel, Micaiah's grandmother who lost her youngest son, Jamal. At first, Micaiah says she had some anxiety about interviewing her grandmother about her uncle. It's a sensitive subject in their family. Just went to my grandmother's house, pulled out my phone and just sat down, had, you know, a little a short heart-to-heart conversation with her about the subject. She was okay with it. Yeah, she showed, she definitely, she definitely talked about it all. It was very eye-opening, personally. Johnetta interviewed her friend, Jayla Faust, who lost her stepfather when she was young. So it wasn't like really weird because we talk about um, our parents and our families a lot. So it was kind of like a natural experience, but I wanted to make sure that I made her feel comfortable. And I, didn't, I didn't want to like force her to talk about something that she didn't want to talk about. But she was pretty um, opening. Like she, she, had, uh, she was pretty uh, cool with me talking about it. The third interview was Ruquan Brown, a Harvard football player who experienced gun violence while he was in high school. And he's worked to raise money and awareness about gun violence. Micaiah, Janetta, and Quinn all approached the interviews with empathy and professionalism. I definitely wanted to thank them even before we started. Like, thank you for being here, just acknowledging their presence and letting us, like, I'm happy that you're here, that I'm happy that you wanted to speak to me. This is an important thing to do, no matter who you're interviewing, but especially when you're interviewing someone about trauma. The students also thought through how they conducted their interviews. Here's Janetta. I think just being conscious of what I say and how I say it, because sometimes it's not always what you say, it's how you say it. So I made sure I was talking like in a respectful manner and make sure I was present. Like we were on Zoom, making sure I was making eye contact and not like looking around, making sure that I was present. I was listening to their story because it's they didn't have to tell me this. They didn't have to be, um, you know, transparent with me. So definitely just being respectful and thankful for them uh, being there. Being present is so important. It's really easy to get caught up thinking about the next question you're going to ask. But if you stay present listening, in addition to being respectful, you'll be able to ask good follow-up questions. Another thing you might consider if you're interviewing someone about a traumatic experience is to let them know that it's okay to take a break from the interview. Once they collected their audio from phone recordings and Zoom conversations, they turned to their teacher, Tom Woodward, who coincidentally used to work for NPR. Here's Micaiah. Once we sat down, looked at all the footage and said, "Okay, we have to figure out how do we put the pieces together? How do we make this a story that can be told? So you might have noticed from the snippets that we played earlier that their finished podcast did not feature their own voices. At the very top, Janetta introduces the podcast with a couple of lines. She gives some numbers about gun violence. But the rest of the podcast is just the voices of those who have lost loved ones, weaved together with a little bit of music. We didn't want it to be told in a chronological standpoint, you know, just one story told beginning to end, like that's it. We wanted it to be a way that we could weave each story in between each other so that it could all, you know, coincide. Like, okay, there are all these different narratives that have this shared experience. How do we make it so that it all gets to the same point. This works really well because even though each person has a very different experience, when you weave their voices together, you can get a sense of the bigger picture, the way loss has affected each person, but also the community as a whole. That's right. 
This weaving of voices without any reporters jumping in, it's what podcast folks call a non-narrated audio piece. So we kind of just let the families talk and express themselves without like cutting them off or trying to interrupt them like, oh, this and that. Just kind of let them free talk. The team says they really wanted to focus on letting these family members speak, on highlighting their voices. It made me nervous when it came to like putting it up together. Like, how do I tell their story? You know, because at the end of the day, this is their story. Like, I'm just in charge of kind of putting it together. So I wanted to do that in a way that was sentimental to Like, I wanted it to be a little sentimental. By letting the voices of their interviewees shine, the students gave power to the voices of the people that they interviewed. People always look at us as numbers. You know, it's always marginalized. Okay, violence happens in this place. It must be a, you know, it must be for a reason. No, it's deeper than that. Like, these are actual people at the end of the day. And we wanted to put an emphasis on that fact. Even though Micaiah was nervous about the interviews, she said she learned a lot about the grieving process. And when they started talking about it and how it affected them, it kind of changed the perspective for me for it. For it. it was like, okay, it's hard to find a light at the end of any tunnel, but for a second there, it was, there was something. Sometimes making a podcast is a way to explore the pain we carry. And sometimes it's a way to talk about the things that never seem to get talked about enough. These days, all three of the students have graduated. Micaiah is studying at Pace University with a major in arts and entertainment management. And Johnetta is at Temple University, majoring in media studies. That's our show for today. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at NPR underscore ed. You can also subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date on this year's student podcast challenge. Our college competition opened on December 1st, so get those entries in. And the high school and middle school competition opens January 1st, so get ready. Today's episode was produced by Sequoia Carrillo and edited by Steve Drummond. Our music is by Sam D'Agostino. I'm Jeff Pierre. And I'm Lauren Magaki. Thanks for listening to our show. We can't wait to listen to yours. 